everybody we are live nice to see you so big shout out to my mom it's her birthday and uh she made me this shirt uh which is which was awesome and i promised her i would wear it today happy birthday mom um the zoom doesn't allow you to really see it as well but i wanted to start off the video giving her that love because if your mom can't get that love who who possibly can? Anyway, okay, so with that being said, we'll just double check two things here and get on with it today. What we are getting into today is interest groups and ABO targeting, and uh, sorry, interest group targeting and ABO bidding. Things that were basically kind of, we, we moved away from and have been considered sort of obsolete, but are making their way back. Why are they making their way back? Are they actually valuable for you? Are they something that you should seriously consider? And what should we do with it moving forward? So we're going to get down to all of that stuff right now. I'm super excited. I hope you are too. If you find value in any of this stuff, it would mean the world to me if you could share me with one of your friends. Um, you know, sharing is caring. And people, the, all these platforms love to have as many folks interested as we can. And engagement is key. So if you like things, ask questions or just say thank you. Um, like stuff when you see it. Subscribe if you want to make sure that you don't miss any of these um, we're going to start doing these master classes a couple times a week. Um, and I'm super, just super excited for that. And if you want to get in on making sure that your questions are even being asked, um, or answered, that'd be great. Hey, I'm seeing some members from the Facebook disruptor school in here. There's an MBA program member. Somebody just joined the Patreon. This is awesome. I, I love it. Okay. With all that being said, uh, I drank my coffee. Let's get to it. Happy birthday, mom, once again for this great chart. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll stand up for one second so you can just see. Boom. Right? Hi, I'm Charlie. Whatever. There we go. Thank you, mom. Okay. So with that being said, uh, I won't tell you her age, but um, thank you, mom. Okay. So interest group. So we've been seeing interest group targeting on Facebook coming back and, and really not necessarily in something that you should be doing, but in something that people are talking about a lot. So let me first dive into why that's happening and then talk to you about the value of it and where it comes from. So with the introduction of Aggregated Events Manager, AEM, which is what people should really be talking about. And coincidentally, at the same time, we also had iOS 14. Now, iOS 14 is blamed for a lot of what's going on, but also the bigger issues that Facebook has readjusted inside of their algorithm, how they're collecting data and how that machine learning is using that data. So basically, our employee is learning a new skill. So as a result, the way that we've had to rely on things may, might change because we have less data. Now, that's very key. We have less data than we used to around people's customer journeys. And we can optimize towards less events because we're really trying to prioritize to a very set few of very important things that our business partner thinks is valuable. Prioritizing above all else, interest and customer experience on Facebook. So those are the two backdrops we're really going to get into. Now, interest groups are making a return because in, in interest and, and conversation, oddly enough, uh, because it is something that can work and it's a pivot for folks. It's something that people have relied upon and it's something that ultimately folks have seen before and that may or may not have worked for them. Now, the honest truth is we've known interest groups have basically been obsolete at scale for several years now. Um, I've been preaching since 2017 that you should be going broad and it's great to see some of the other 
gurus and experts out in the world uh, kind of, you know, quoting me from three years ago, but it is the way you should be going and prioritizing your ads is absolutely what you should be doing. The better the ad, the better the customer, the better your business will be, not just on Facebook, but across the whole board. But let me get down to you first. Where did interest groups come from? Why did they work? Why are they obsolete and why are people using them now? So interest groups were originally brought into Facebook back when Facebook was a pay-per-click platform. Before there was a Facebook pixel, before we had conversion objectives, when it was basically page-like engagement and clicks. Back when Facebook had to compete with Google, they made ad products that were very akin to the way that Google was doing things. That's where we get lookalikes and actalike audiences. Interest groups are basically Facebook's response to affinity audiences. Now, initially, that's what we did. And back in the day, you used to buy uh, other targeting audiences from other vendors. So credit card companies and customer research and, and big business would sell you all of their information, and that cost a premium. You would pay extra on your CPMs. So it might be an extra 25 cents or an extra dollar for your CPMs to acquire these different audiences from Oracle or from Visa or from whoever. So interest groups were a great way for Facebook to compete with that, where they could charge you a premium on your CPMs to use them. You still pay a premium on your CPMs to apply any bit of targeting. They're just not very upfront with it in the way that they used to be because nobody understands how this stuff, very few people have been around long enough to understand how all this stuff works and the way that it functions. Now, with that being said, once the Facebook pixel was introduced, which for the record was actually a bigger apocalypse moment than iOS 14, it was the end of days for people because they started to have to treat the customer journey with respect and not just pound inventory at cheap CPMs. Facebook was no longer a display network. It was no longer a search network with keyword targeting, which is what interest groups were originally designed to be. It was actually a, we have to make a customer journey and care about somebody and optimize our business model. Now, what ended up happening was it got so good at that because we introduced the edge rank system, which meant that you no longer, there was an algorithm, right? You no longer saw Instagram content because it was posted and you didn't see it in like chronological order. You know, you started to see things uh, in a very different way on the platform. And what happened is Facebook got better and better and better at showing people content that Facebook thought that those people would like to see, which is absolutely what they're all about. Remember, it's eyeballs. They sell eyeballs for profit, right? They sell attention. That's their objective. So what happened is the system got better and better and better at doing that. Now, as a result of getting better and better and better at doing that, old versions of targeting and old versions of trying to uh, manage your media, like keywords and affinity audiences got less and less valuable because you were able to prioritize the customer experience and ultimately see continuous performance that was scalable and stable and reliable. What happened was people started to really lean into all of this stuff because Facebook got so smart that you could run a bad business model but just throw money at Facebook and you would see extra success. And that was great. In 2016, 17, 18, 19, so many people got on the platform just throwing money with a bad business model and pretty scammy ads and just making money because the attention was so cheap 
that they could take advantage of it. Now, what happened is the price of that attention continues to go up. Also with iOS 12 and CCPA and all these other acronyms you don't really need to care about, the cost of the inventory continued to rise. Also the effectiveness of just prioritizing, abusing the customer and not respecting Facebook's business objectives became more and more of a liability. That's why we started to see more and more ad accounts get blocked, more and more of things get shut down. So ultimately what happened is we really, really starting like 2017, 2018, basically started to preach, just go broad, prioritize creative testing, work on your business model. The brands that worked on that have been doing phenomenally well. The brands that avoid that struggle constantly. Their CPMs go 60, 70, 80, $100 or more. There's, they can't seem to get any stability. They can't get anything to work. And so what happened is with iOS 14 dropping, and remember the more important thing, the aggregated events manager, which is the biggest change inside the algorithm since the invention of the pixel. It's basically the algorithm has changed three times since I got in the game 10 years ago. What that meant was we had to prioritize more and more getting customers to take actions that we wanted by showing them content that they wanted to see. So because of this struggle, we are seeing more and more people focus in on interest groups. And at said budget optimization, we'll get to that in a minute. Basically, these old things that have been proven not to work, trying to focus on them now. Now, when I say they've been proven not to work, what I mean is they can work. They can be functional for you. Interest group targeting is not terrible in that you can use it. Where it works for you is if you are relying on Facebook to drive sales, but you cannot get out of the learning phase, then interest groups can be helpful because at least then you are able to focus your ads towards somebody that may or may not feel positively about something, but at least they know about it. Now, remember, interest groups don't track sentiment. You might hate something, talk about it all the time, and you're going to see ads about it because you are in that interest group. And when you show people ads on things that they don't like, and they start to talk smack in the ads, give you negative feedback, block things, your costs go up because you are a liability to Facebook's business objective of keeping people on the platform. The average person swipes the height of the Eiffel Tower on a daily basis. So you have to remember your job is to keep them on the platform and ultimately do that in a way that positively affects your business model. So, what we're talking about here is it can work. If you do not have the infrastructure to properly test your creative copy and headlines at scale, which small plug inside the Facebook ads MBA program, we absolutely deep dive into my system called Golden Bear, where we test the estimated action rate of every single piece of your system. And if you do not have a system to work your way all the way through every one of these pieces and you are just throwing stuff at the 